Tina Michelle on AWS Cloud, the basics on Cloud Sesh Podcast. Hey, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Today, um, I really just wanted to talk about who I am and why am I telling you guys about AWS Cloud and who gives me the right or the authority to, right? Um, Because you don't want to just be listening to anyone. Um, you do want to check out their credentials first and find out who they are and, you know, what are their what are their motives? What are they trying to do here? So I just thought, you know, today I felt like, you know, hey, why not introduce yourself um, to your audience? So for all of you who do not know who I am, my name is Natina Michelle and I do live in the D.C. metro area. All right. So the DMV. Um and um, I've been in IT, I would say about about five years. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been it's been pretty cool. Um, so just to get started, I am the creator of Cloud Sesh Podcast. Um, I felt like um, it would be pretty cool and you know fun to um, start a podcast that focuses on um, the beginners of Cloud Sesh. And um, so I just thought that, you know, it would be, you know, beneficial to, you know, help others who are interested in getting into AWS cloud as myself. And I consider myself a cloud enthusiast. Um, um, I really didn't know much about the cloud. So I'm definitely a beginner. Um, And then I also wanted to, you know, make a platform where, you know, people who just want to know about the cloud in general, you know, they may not really want to get into it, but just interested in the topic. Um, So just to give you guys a brief, uh, you know, backdrop of my beginning stages, um, I initially started um, my background in visual communication. So Um, You know, I went to school for graphic design and uh, photography, videography, um, and this was back in the 2000s. Um, You know, this is when YouTube was not around, so there was no YouTube university for me to just hop on and and learn how to really um, uh, use, you know, the different graphics programs like Adobe, Photoshop, and Illustrator, um, Premiere, and things like that. So I went to school for that. Um, and for the most part, um, I did a lot of freelancing um, during that time, working with a lot of independent uh, artists and uh, musicians and things like that. Build, you know, I created a few different websites um, back then from scratch before they had drag and drop pl- platforms like they have now. Um, and then eventually, um, I, you know, I did print production as well within the federal government. Um, so that was pretty cool. I did that for a long time, along with, you know, my graphic skills. And then I got into uh, a personnel security. I got an opportunity um, to work for a company with no experience uh, with personnel ex- uh, security. Um, so that that was my start at really working at, I would say it was like a call center. It was considered a call center. Um, but I would consider it more of a help desk um, because we did a lot there. You know, we did a lot of troubleshooting for people who couldn't um, log into systems, um, did a lot of different password resets, creating accounts, um, you know, you know, we did a lot of things. Um, 
So I would say that was my first start of really getting into information technology, uh, personnel security, uh, which is a part of information. It's information security, right? Um, and then um, through, during that time, I did that for some time. And, you know, I didn't really feel like that it was, you know, providing enough, providing for me financially. And I would say uh, it was, and it wasn't really a fun field for me. I, I mean, it wasn't really challenging. It was a lot of reading and things like that. Um, but I just didn't really see a future in that um, because, yeah, it just wasn't me. And, uh, it, and the money just wasn't there that I was looking for. And, you know, also, I always had wanted to get into um, IT, but I just really never knew how to get started. I remember back in the day, you know, they used to have those commercials with uh, ITT Tech. You guys remember that? Those ITT Tech commercials. Um, but at that time, you know, I really just didn't want to pay for school again uh, because I had already, you know, had gotten school loans to go to school for uh, visual communication. So I just really didn't want to take out any more money. And I just really didn't know, you know, where to start. So a lot of time went by. And then, you know, one day, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to just go ahead and go to Nova um, and start taking some uh, IT classes. And mind you guys, I had no idea really where to start in IT. You know, um, honestly, I think when I thought of IT, I just thought of like fixing computers, really. You know, I didn't know of any other uh, aspect of IT um, like I know now. Um, so what I did was I went on ahead and I had enrolled in uh, Nova and for a networking class and this was an eight-week course guys and man was that class kicking my butt omg i was like uh-uh i cannot i cannot do this like i tried y'all it was so like it was so difficult for me because it was talking about osi you know um all the different layers um subnetting protocols Oh my God, topologies. Oh my gosh. I was like, what in the, how am I gonna remember this stuff in eight weeks and do an exam and try to do the homework? So guys, I was struggling. I was really struggling. Um, and I was ready to quit, honestly. I was on the verge of quitting. And I remember one day um, I got in touch with an old coworker slash friend who I've been knowing for a very long time. And we was talking or whatever, and he mentioned, I think I mentioned that, you know, I was taking networking classes, trying to get into IT or whatever. And he was like, oh, you know, wow, it's crazy that you mentioned that because, you know, I just recently uh, obtained my Security Plus. Why don't you go for your Security Plus? And I'm like, a Security Plus? What is that? You know what I mean? So I went on ahead and I started um, looking into getting my security plus after i completed my networking class of course and i did pass the class um but that was the last class that i had taken uh there because i went on my journey of taking the security plus it's the comp security plus exam for those who don't know um that was my starting point um so you know i took that exam i studied for that exam for three months and uh, and on my first attempt, I passed. 
So I was really excited about that. Um, and then I would say after I passed the exam, maybe a month or two afterwards, I got my first job, like official job into information technology at a help desk, IT help desk. And um, so that was pretty exciting um, for me. Um, so that's really how I really got my first start into IT. I went and uh, got my Security Plus. So now after I've done that, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I just want to get my feet wet and, you know, get into IT. So, And I remember before, though, um, when I used to, because I used to do Lyft um, some time ago. And this was, well, when I, I, I first got my Security Plus, just to jump back real quick, guys. I got my Security Plus back in 2016. Okay, and then I got my first official IT help desk job in March 2017. All right, but before what I was saying about the Lyft thing is that I used to drive Lyft and I did that just because I really wanted to just meet, you know, new people, whatever. And I really did. Um, and I met a lot of people who were in IT and they, you know, they really encouraged me to uh, get into the field because it was great financially, a stable career, and that, you know, starting at the help desk would be your great point of entry. And, you know, I do agree. I do agree. A help desk is a great point of entry. Um, just, you know, depending on where it is you really want to go. And at that time, I really didn't know where I wanted to go. Um, so I just went on ahead and uh, took the job. Um, and that's, another thing I want to point out so so when you want to get into IT it's so many different areas that you can get into you will want to go ahead and do a Google search or you know talk to other IT professionals and find out you know um, what it is that you want to do like what would you be most interested in would you be most interested in um, you know, doing like risk management framework, like RMF type of work. That's more like on the cybersecurity side, um, validating systems, Q and A's. Um, so that was that information system security officer. So that's more on the paper side, you know, and I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know that it was so many different directions you can go into. So initially, once I got into the help desk, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to be an ISO. Because that seemed like, excuse me, that seemed like that was the hot thing to do. To be an ISO, get in there, you know, learn the RMF um, and, you know, different uh, policies and uh, artifacts. And I mean, I don't know a, a whole lot about an ISO position, um, but I did at one point, you know, uh, do a lot of researching on the risk management framework. Um but yeah, it's definitely important to know where you want to get started. But you know, for the uh, CompTIA Security Plus certification, that is your base certification if you are planning on getting into the federal government. Okay, because um, in order to even get onto the network for a lot of these uh, places, you have to have the base certification. That's a Security Plus. All right. Now, I would say. Some of you might be like, okay, well, I can get my security plus, but I don't have a government clearance. That's another thing. You know, yes, you can get a security plus and you don't have a government clearance. What do you do? That's a great question. 
Um, the only advice that I really have for you is to keep applying to, you know, these help desk jobs because there's so many help desk jobs. Even if you really don't want to do help desk and helping customers, definitely just get your foot in the door because there are some companies that may be able to put to sponsor you to get you a government clearance. Okay, especially if it's a big name company. All right, a lot of small companies aren't really, you know, doing it, but you may get lucky and, um, you know, a company may go ahead and sponsor you and start your investigation. So, um, and then also, I believe that it is some uh, commercial, um, excuse me, some private companies that are, uh, you know, requiring for you to have the Security Plus as well. You know what I mean? So just do some research on what it is that you want to do and then find out, um, you know, how, you know, where you have to go to get where you want to get to. Okay. Um, so that's basically how I got into it. I was over at the help desk and honestly, guys, I didn't like the help desk. Um, I didn't like, uh, really because where I was and, and you know what guys it really depends on your environment too where you are where I was um, the environment was a little chaotic um, it was you know a changeover in some things and you know not really a lot of personnel and the phone was off the hook and you know I didn't you know I didn't really know much um, for different troubleshooting things that you know that took place there I, I did know some basic things um and i do i did know how to research too that's another big thing too is using your resources and researching um and knowing where to go and just find information um uh, but I, I didn't really enjoy the help desk but i do appreciate the opportunity that i had to be there but um from uh, what i did to actually get myself out of the help desk i had already told myself hey you know what i'm only going to be here for three months and i'm out of here i'm going to try to get into cyber because that was like the big thing then for me um the uh getting into cyber you know being an Izzo and stuff like that so and because my homeboy he you know he was um Yo, I hope one day he gets on to tell his story because he beasted it out, you know. Um, but he was in cyber and he really encouraged me and motivated me. So I wanted to get into cyber as well. Um, so I had told myself that I was going to give myself three months to get out of this help desk and I was going to get into cyber. Right. So, I mean, what I did was I had a candy jar on my um, desk right now where i said it was high traffic you know people always was walking back and forth through this call center right this help desk and um and you know i just put a candy dish there honestly i just put it there you know just for people to have some candy um, um i didn't really think anything of it and just by having that candy dish guys that candy dish landed me my second gig into my second job in being being in IT, all right, and I and I landed a cyber uh, trainer role, right. And what I mean by this candy dish landed me a job is because I met a young lady um, who one day came by and asked, "Could she have a piece of candy?" And I said, "Sure." Now, mind you, you don't even have to ask to have the candy. You could just dig in the the candy jar and just take it and keep on going right um 
So, you know, she asked for a piece of candy and I gave it to her. And then as time went on, you know, she would come by and offer me things. And, you know, we would just build up a relationship. Right. So and then, you know, when it was a a contract changeover and things like that and um, you know, she was already over there in cyber and I wanted to get over there. You know, I, I talked to her, you know, I let her know, you know, what type of skills and things that I had and what I could bring to the team. And that, you know, just by doing that small thing, having that candy dish there, talking, networking, that opened up a door for me to get in my next role. And I really didn't even have the experience, honestly, guys, to get in this next role. Okay, now I, I it was some things I did have experience on, but honestly, guys, I had no idea for a lot of things. But I just learned on the way. Like you have to learn on the way, talk to other people who are in the field, um, and just pick their brain. Okay, so I don't want to keep rapping on and on and on and on about that. But um, so and then I've had I've had um, a few positions actually where I did not have the skill set to have the job. But, you know, the employer, you know, they they gave me a chance because why I was self-studying, doing hands-on labs, you know, taking fundamental courses on just random things, you know, just to show that I was interested and I was passionate about getting my foot into the door into IT and just becoming a professional. And so right now, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting into the cloud. That's where I'm interested in going. Um, and, you know, and that's one of the hottest things that's happening right now is, um, you know, people taking AWS certifications, Azure and Google um, cloud. Um, so that's where I'm headed. Um, you know, it's so many different avenues within the cloud as well. So it's like, you have to know where you want to go there. So now, all right. So now let's say, okay, you have your security plus, um, you do have a clearance. So what you want to do is go ahead and start applying for jobs. You can get on indeed.com, go ahead and start, um, applying for help desk jobs. All right. Um, if you've never, you know, done anything like troubleshooting or, I don't know, installing some software or, um, I, I don't know, um, a lot, it's, it's so many different things at the help desk. I, it's hard to even go through all of them. Um, but if you don't have any of that type of experience, but you've worked at a call center, that is close enough. You can sell that. You have people have to call in. They have trouble with something. You may have to go into an application and reset it. You know that that's help desk. That's the they when people have trouble with their laptops, they call you or they email you and tell you what the issue is. You may be on the phone and you may be uh, troubleshooting with them on the phone, walking through steps, or you may be um, sending um, a how to via email or. You may be uh, remotely uh, logged into their system. So it's it's the same thing. If you're at a call center right now and you're assisting people to log into any type of systems, troubleshooting, providing any type of information, um, you're ready to go ahead and uh, get started at an IT help desk. Okay, because I don't care what you do. 
every job you go to, you're going to have to at least learn the basics at that job on how they do things. Okay. And, you know, hopefully, you know, you do have some people there that are willing to help you because I've had positions where people are very helpful and they don't mind, you know, teaching you while on the job. And I, and I love people like that. Um, I really appreciate people who don't mind helping new people that come aboard and then show and just showing them how things work, you know, and also, um, you know, for the newbies out there who are new to, uh, you know, IT getting into the help desk field, you know, it may be some people that make make you feel uncomfortable about asking questions and stuff. You know, just try to find someone who is willing to help. And, you know, for the guys out there who are already experienced, you already know what you're doing, you know, don't be selfish with your knowledge. Be helpful, you know, because that goes a long way. And I also want to say you never know who's going to be your boss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you have to be careful with things like that because I've ran into people who, you know, who aren't so helpful. You know, who, I don't know, you know, you don't even really know why. But just be careful because, honestly, guys, the IT world is so small. Like, I've run into so many different people at different places. You be like, wow, didn't you work here? Oh, you used to work there. Oh, you worked there. I remember you. You know, so you never know who's going to be your supervisor. You never know. You never know who's going to be your CEO. So, you know, just, just be helpful, guys. Like, people are new. You had to start somewhere. And so does the next person. They have to start somewhere, okay? And it, and it doesn't hurt to help. Um, hmm. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Um, I think that's really about it, guys. I don't want to keep going on and on. We already um, over 20 minutes. Um, but that's just, oh, real quick. Um, so just to go into the certifications that I have before I end it. Um, so I did achieve my CompTIA Security Plus. I have a CompTIA A+. I also have my IDLE V3. Um, I have my AWS uh, Certified Cloud P Practitioner um, certification, and I'm currently working on my AWS Solutions Architect um, certification. And I'm not gonna lie, guys, that thing is tough. And I'm gonna be straight up with y'all. I've uh, I've already attempted to take the exam twice already, and I didn't do so well. I mean, I I was like. It doesn't even matter because almost doesn't count. But, yo, that Solutions Architect, it kicked my butt. But you know what? I'm I'm ready to go back to it again. And this time, the third time is a charm. And I guarantee you guys I'm going to pass that exam and I'm going to have some good news for you guys. But um, for all of you out there who are looking to study for your AWS Certified Cloud Practitioner exam, um, definitely go ahead and email me at cloudsesh podcast at gmail.com and i can share my resources with you and i also um do an episode sharing my resources and pointing you to another um other places you can go and get information as well so i hope you guys stay safe out there you know um that coronavirus is out there so if you're stuck in the house go ahead and start picking up a new skill learning aws cloud and um, picking up some uh, hands-on skills as well in the meantime. On Tuesdays, we're, we have our um, AWS Cloud The Basics show where we talk about AWS services um, on a fundamental level for people who are new. 
And then on Thursdays, which is new, we have launched our demo sesh. And the demo sesh is where you can pick up your hands-on skills, where you record your screen, and just learn how to do different things within the AWS Management Console. And also, we'll have a sesh on you um, uh, creating a demo, um, excuse me, creating a digital uh, resume and posting your labs and your resume there so employers can check it out. And that and it is really real, guys. I just had an interview today uh, speaking to someone, and they told me they went to my website, site, which is talberttech.cloud, um, which is a digital resume website. Um, and he told me he really um, enjoyed my website, and um, it really made me happy. So if you guys do want a digital rep, excuse me, a digital resume created, um, definitely email me about that, and I can get that. I'm done for you. If you guys have any questions or comments um, or would like to be on the show to share your story um, of you getting into AWS Cloud and your challenges and things that you've done to get noticed, um, please, please, please email me at cloudseshpodcast at hotmail excuse me, at gmail.com. And you guys have a blessed day. Peace.